Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's happening out there, podcast land? (laughs) Hey, here we go. Man, we have all, we are loaded for bear tonight. And guess what? Man, you not only do I have my uh my girl, my home slice here, Miss Mona. Um You almost forgot my name, I think. No, I was trying to figure out what I was gonna call you. <laughs> He was trying to decide on your title for tonight. Exactly. But it is my home slice. Mm. Uh, my main my main right hand, Miss Mona. Glad you're here. Hey, it's good to be here. Hey, did you get a haircut today? <laughs> no. It looks like it. Um, no. Okay. All right. We, <laughs> we, if only you can see hey, Producer here, Dan's hey, face. Hey, by the way, he has no mic tonight. <laughs> producer Dan, you want to yell out, man? He looks like he's praying. He looks like he's praying. Yes. Well, he's worried about what I'm going to come out with. And then, so here it is, y'all. It did happen. Woo! We have a special guest with us. All the way from Dayton, Ohio. Woo-hoo. I hope that's where you're from. Yep. I am from there. there praise way Jesus. to go. It's a Christmas miracle. You asked for help and he has helped. Yes, he has. It's a Christmas miracle. We have Lisa Miners here with Deeper Steel Ministries. Yes. Yep. And um, Miss Mona's apparently Miss Mona's real home slice. <laughs> you guys are like buds. We go way back. We go way, way back. back. We way raised back. our babies together mm-hmm. and did ministry together. Ministry together, Bible study together for many, many years. Studied yeah. together. Tell, yes. Studied together. So, welcome. You thank. First off, it's great to be here finally. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> face she, to face. She is one of our loyal listeners. Yes. I am, and I will fan, share I it and tell everybody about it because awesome. it's the place to listen. Hey, buddy, we are so thankful. <laughs> <laughs> we need all the help we can get. <laughs> But hey, I do want you to share quickly a story. You just talked about you guys, which I found yesterday was just like, are you for real? You guys used to do what on Saturday mornings? I don't care which one tells the story. I mean, you, what you y'all used to do Mona. on Saturday mornings. <laughs> well, we used to get up at, when when I lived in Dayton, um, we got up at 6 or 6.30 and we went to Panera and we would um, sit in the back corner. So we had lots of space and um, have our coffee and breakfast items and we would study God's word for couple hours and we did that for years upon years and we just started with do you remember what the first book was was it Mm-mm. either galatians or ephesians something like that galatians or ephesians oh wow yeah <laughs> and we just we dove right in dive in we yeah. did and um and we just would start with a book and we'd work our way through that book and then we'd go to the next book and i'm sort of i say galatians that way because i'm sort of in all of galatians <laughs> i really i've never taught it I've taught out of it, but I've never, it's only of the prison epistles right there together, you know, GE Power Company, that I've never taught a Sunday night on, preached through, I've never done it, and I don't know what it is. We just had a large group of ladies finish seven weeks of Bible study on Galatians in the fall. Well, just come on back down and you can teach it to our ladies, (laughs) or our men, I don't care who you teach to, just teach it. Actually, probably first of the year. We're going to be doing on Wednesday night. Hey, here's dun, 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 breaking news. <laughs> We're going to. news to me and Dan, too. Yeah. Isn't so, this usually when he brings out his news? It's right. on the podcast. So these two guys will be teaching on Wednesday nights because we're going to be teaching class 
on we're gonna have uh, about a six seven we weeks know. on on classes that way it just breaks the monotony of it mm-hmm. you know then everybody's i will be teaching a class too i'm, I'm not you that know, means we need to have more people come out on wednesday nights from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> there you go. And God's heart to people. And all the people listening to the podcast. Said amen. So, so anything you want to, as we, before we dive in, anything about your ministry you want to share about you that we should just know? Um, I feel like I've known you because we've talked, you know, we, we yeah. already have some shared experiences. Both of our dads passed away right. this year. So you and I, we, yeah. we've communicated about that a few times. We walked yeah. that same valley. So, um, yeah, that actually just last week I had, they call um, the grief cycle an ambush where you just, you're just going doing life and grief just ambushes you and you're not prepared for it. And it just kind of, and I had that moment last week after I had an opportunity to speak at a widow's Christmas dinner and just realized that with my mom and dad both gone, that neither one of them would see the opportunities that God was going to use me in for the further years. And that was an ambush. That was, my dad was my biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I would say he was my biggest fan. And yeah. um, I do it as unto the Lord. But when you have your earthly daddy's support and yes. cheer, mm-hmm. there is great pleasure in yes. that. And so that was a moment of ambush and realizing. I'm sure I have a lot more of those coming my way. Oh, well, yeah. let me just tell you. <laughs> I get ambushed about once or twice a week. No, I mean just yeah, but just the ambushes of ministry and my parents yes. not being there and 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 knowing their pleasure and just seeing how God is choosing to use me when you surrender, when you obey, mm. when you say yes, Lord, and you see the plan that He has for you. My dad was the most real person I had in my life. Yeah, because he would just tell me it, it was that way in sports. You know, I tell the yeah. story all the time. I had a game when I went three for four, hit two home runs. The one out was I hit it. The guy caught it up against the fence. And so I get home, and we always replayed the game in my bats and all that. And so I'm thinking, there's nothing he can say wrong. And he said, let's talk about that one out. Mm-hmm. My dad was just real with yeah. me. He would listen every Sunday to my sermons, and then he would tell me what he would say. And I'd always say, well, you know, when you become a pastor, Dad, you preach it your way. <laughs> it was my sermon. so. But he'd tell me little things, and I, you know, I love my dad. And if I talk much more, we're going to cry. So anyway, hey, we're in John. That yeah. would be the gospel of John. John, John. John, John, <laughs> as we say in my Sunday school class. Um, so let's just dive in. Miss um, Mona, you want to read um, whatever verses you choose to read? Because <laughs> we don't exactly know where we're going with this. What we know. Don't, th- don't worry. We're prepared. <laughs> but there is a, some controversy in here about what verses we're going to do. So anyway, I'm going to go. Producer Dan is doing something behind my back. So, Miss Mona, you do it, and then you pray for us, okay? Okay. So, I'm, I am going to read verses one through five. <laughs> um, Just in the, go to your friend's yes, way and not mine. Well, you know. <laughs> in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Father, I ask that we would rightly handle your word of truth today. And that is um, always my prayer when we come into this podcast. And so shine your light on us so that then we can go out and shine your light on others. And we ask it, and we lift it up to you and offer it to you. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. 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 So, Lisa, what's your overview of those five? Just give me sort of an opening. Oh, I was salvo. just really hoping you would allow me that moment and opportunity <laughs> when yeah. he says, "Go ahead, give a quick summary of what we've talked yeah. about, just a one sentence," and you can hear producer Dan and Mona just choking and pausing. And I told Mona when we sat and read this last night that I just sat in awe of the authority. That Christmas is so focused on the babe in a manger, even though Mona has a manger under her Christmas tree, but not a babe. It's not there yet. <laughs> and, here, that's, right? and that's what that's what Christmas seems to be about is the babe in the manger. But when you read these verses, you see authority. You see that Jesus was there. He's always been there. He was God. And then he came as a babe in a manger. Mm -hmm. But then listening to even your message yesterday and just the son of man and realizing that he chose to come. But then I told Mona, I said, we were just talking through it. We were just dialoguing. And I was like, but then you just think about that moment where he tells his disciples that it's going to be better for him to go. Yeah. That that he needs to go because then it's Jesus in you. And so then I often stop and I think on really tough times and struggles that that Jesus isn't even walking beside me as he did with the disciples. He's in me because I know him as my personal savior, believe and confess. And so I just that light then all through Mm -hmm. all of that, I sat with Mona and I sat on the light and that light shining out because he lives inside of me exactly. and that authority. So yeah, that's probably longer than a sentence in a summary, but I'm, I don't know when I'm coming back again. So, right. so I'm taking my time up. I actually have a close friend that this is his favorite Christmas story <laughs> of, of the gospels. He, mm-hmm. This is where, if you were to say, tell me which one of the gospels you favor for a Christmas story, he will go here to these passages. Yeah. Okay, Miss Mona. Salvo. Opening salvo. Um, uh, well, I, I just, um, because I love this section and the truths that it teaches about Jesus, um, that you cannot deny that he was, that he's God and he was God when he was here, unless you are, um, people who add words in and have it written incorrectly in their Mm -hmm. Bible. I don't know if you want me to name them, but, um, (laughs) Hey, it's you're the co-host. <laughs> so whatever you want to go, I'll back you. Um, and so just just the truth. I, I and I told Lisa the last night when we were talking about that. Um, you know, I remember reading this and learning that it was Jesus who said, "Let there be light," and it was Jesus who spoke all of creation. And we learned that here. <laughs> Y'all, Miss Mona just got knocked over her mic. I so wish you would have. Well, because I it, been it no wouldn't be good. the first time tonight, <laughs> exactly. although it's not my fault, but whatever. And so those <laughs> truths about Jesus that are here are just so beautiful and so um, just so I, I just love to hold on to them and the, and the people that to share it and um, to teach it so that others can hold on to it as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you know that in this season... I'm just going to I'm just going to go with you. In this season when it is dark. Mm-hmm. Everybody's saying that about 2020. So right after Halloween, they just skipped almost the Thanksgiving right. decorations and went right to Christmas because you hear everybody saying it. Yeah. They just needed some hope, they yep. needed some happiness, but they're finding it in the bulb. Yes. In that light that's superficial, that's not even real. And when I read this, I was like, this is the light. Yes. That yes, 2020 was hard, but we weren't in the dark because we have the light shining from inside of us out. And that is just so important that if we as believers aren't 
sharing that light Mm -hmm. and we're putting our decorations up just like the world and we look just like the world, then we're not living this right here. Right. Because that light's not shining through. Mm -hmm. It's not coming out. And I just love verse five, which Mona and I said we had to go there. (laughs) The light shines in the darkness. The darkness can never extinguish it. Ever. Never. Ever. Never. Never. No. That's why when he said, let there be light in Genesis 1, 3, I'm thinking the darkness could not overcome it. Right. And, and I'm going to go to another reason. That's the reason you cannot lose your salvation. Right. Um, because how can dark overcome the light that lives inside of you at that point? Right. It, it just cannot happen. Right. Yeah. And, and I had read that that darkness was a figurative term for sin and sin's consequences. And so that's a great point to point that out, that that. That um, it ultimately does point to that, right? That yeah, the light of Jesus, Satan. I, I, you know, and let's just be honest. A lot of times, it looks like he's winning. Mm. He's not. Mm-hmm. God is always working. God is always has his people. I think about when when Elijah, when he was running from Jezebel, and you know he after the great victory, he says, you know, just take me home. I'm the only one left. And God's like, dude, are you kidding me? Right. Oh, good gravy. I've got 8,000 people that have not bent the knee to me. Dude, suck it up, buttercup. Let's go. i got more exactly work for you to do. exactly how it's worded, in case you wonder. Well, that was Meadows' loose translation. <laughs> well, when he's done, he'll take you home. Exactly. If we're here, we still have a next right step. Always. Something else we're supposed to be doing. Yes. I was drawn to Ephesians 5 as well, because that's where it was in my yes. daily reading. I know how much you love that, Hank, when you read through the Bible in a year. And so I really wanted to share that with you tonight. And it says, so live as people of light. Mm. At the beginning, it says, for once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. And I just have been drawn to think and see those around me and even myself in 2020, how we can be consumed with the circumstances of COVID Mm -hmm. or even the circumstances of losing your dad or a loved one, but it says live as people of light and yes. light has hope right. Yes, because always. the darkness can't take over Cannot. it for yes. this light within you, which is Jesus in me produces only what is good, true and right. And also what we've said, eternal, it's eternal. It's not of this world. Yeah, This right. is not our final resting place. The great thing about the believers, what mm-hmm. we have is what we have is eternal. Now what unbelievers have is eternal also, but it's but, not real good. Right. It is. It's, it's a lot of darkness. Right. It's a lot of, pain and suffering and um you know that's just craziness to think about so as we so although you want to run to verse five i'm running back because i want to show you something about jesus real quick and we talked about the beginning so when we're reading here's one one of those moments when you read in english we get the same word in the beginning was the word okay then you jump down to verse three and all things were made through him and without him was not Anything made. So in English, it's the same word. Here's the craziness. In the Greek, it's two different words. That's right. So in the first one, uh, E-I-M-I, emi, and I'm thinking, and that means always existing. It's Mm -hmm. an imperfect tense word right there. That means there's a continual action in the past that is going on even today. So he's just, here's what it says. He's always been. He did not need to be created. Right. So I go back to the words in the beginning means you go back to John 1.1. 1, 1, the word there is arche. It means the source of the origin. And translated, it means this. God has always been. Yes. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They sort of had their own deal going on out there. Who have... Have you ever stopped to think about that? Hmm. They just have always been. Right. Let your finite mind wrap itself around a truth like that right there's never right 
been a moment that God was not. And and they were not created. No. Um, Which is what this word points to. It, right. A non-creation. Did you say that, what it meant? Yeah. Did, did I just blank out for a minute? No, I, I did. It's, it means it points to the fact of non-creation. Right, right. Um, right. And and there are people who don't believe that about Jesus, Pe- people that don't no. believe that he was God, people that don't believe that he already existed before he was born onto the earth. But here you have it right there. But yes. there's people that don't believe it because they can't understand it. And, and, and if you can't so understand it, that right. limits your knowledge, that limits your your exposure. If you have to understand it in order to accept it, in order to believe it. And I don't that's, want a God like me. Right. No, and you said that a couple of weeks ago on a right. podcast yes. in Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. Why in the world would we want to worship a God? Why in the world would we want to celebrate Christmas, a babe in a manger, for something that we could understand? Mm-hmm. Right. Because then that limits him to who we are. And I want, I mean, just so much greater. Yes. So much me. beyond. I know me. As I've said before, I was a really good hellion. You know what I'm saying? I want to be a much better Christian, but I was a pretty good hellion. I mean, we're much better with Jesus in us. Absolutely. <laughs> much better. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want a God I can figure out. Right. That That's craziness. Right. That's shallow. And that's. Um, Isn't that kind of self-seeking too? Yeah, well, what we want, let's just be honest, what we want is a God under our thumb. Yes. We want a genie. The average person just wants a genie in a bottle. God, help me out of this. God, Mm -hmm. do this. God, do this. God, do that. And whatever. And that's not God. God, these people that walk around, well, if God's real, he will strike me dead now. Like, he's going to just, (laughs) to your little whims? I mean, how stupid. So, anyway. Well, you got flavors of that in the Gospels as well. When you see the disciples walking with Jesus, you get flavors of the reality that he came as a babe. He started his ministry when he was 30, and he starts living among them. And and you see them even kind of looking at each other like, we don't understand right. what he's Who's saying. This cat? We don't understand right. what he's doing. So we're still right. seeing the character of God, because even though he's a human, there's... And he intentional. I think it's intentional oh, not yeah. to understand him yeah. because he is Jesus. There's that element of faith. What you understand, then you don't have faith in. Right. right. What do you? What, where's your faith if you understand it? He even said a couple of times, you know, I say these things, I speak in parables yes. so that specifically those people will not right. understand. Right. But you're not going to understand until I tell, tell you what you, it right. means. And you're not even fully, because this is what I go to with that. You know, several times he told them, you know, the Son of Man is going to go to Jerusalem. And I'm going to be killed. Mm-hmm. And on the third day, I'm going to rise again. Yet they flipped they out still- when it happened right they didn't get it it's like were you guys not listening to that right did you miss that part that were you skipping school that day he said mark chapter eight i'm thinking somewhere or nine where he legit says we will go to jerusalem the son of man will be killed must be killed and on the third day we'll rise again but when it happens they don't believe it you know peter and john they run because they didn't believe mary but we notice a complete, in a sense, a complete change once the Holy Spirit comes. Goes yes. back to what mm-hmm. you said, Jesus that is so much better, it's necessary that I go away. Right, yeah. But yep. you see in both those situations, you see when they're completely almost in denial. But even though you told mm-hmm. us it's now happening and I can't believe it's happening. And then that where um, it's better for me to go because now the Holy Spirit's going to come and be with you. I think that's their flesh. I think it's a disciple's flesh. They don't want Jesus to die. So it's not even a matter of, let me see if I could understand that. Could you explain it? No, I don't want you to die. I don't want you to go. So what you're saying can't be true. And that's the flesh speaking out of their fleshly desires to not want him to go. 
which they then again perceive they don't really even know what's good for them, where it says God truly knows what is better for us and his will is better for us. So anything else? You sure? What? No, I was going to go to the second one. Go for it. Yes, go. So the second was there. So the first one was Ami. The second one in verse three is Genomai, which is different from the previous. And it literally means to come into being. So the first one means that there's a non-creation because he always just has been. But then you get to the second one that he came as a baby. He put on flesh and blood. If you skip down to verse 14, where I wanted to get. And the Bible says, and the word became Okay, so the word became and the word was in verse 3 all the exact same, same word, word uh, genomai, in the Greek, and it means came into being. It was for this purpose. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Mm-hmm. We've seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father. And I love this, full of grace and full of That's truth. True. Yep. That's why he came. Yes. To teach us truth, to show us grace, and to die. Right. So one word in English, two words in the Greek. Which is why, which is why I love to study the words like I do. Yes. Because I mean, we talked about it before, and I was mocked before about. <laughs> Who mocked you, Mona? Oh, Probably me. I was mocked about what I said about love. We love our husbands, and we love our pasta. <laughs> that was producer Dan that made fun of me. Oh, but we, Dan but it's so. Under the bus. I mean, you see it's that was just somebody? true. I mean, it's just so true that we in English we just have our words. Yeah. But when you when you look to see what the Greek words, I mean, I didn't know that about those words was until you. I didn't hadn't looked that up, and so when you until you told me that tonight. But that's why I love studying the Bible, the way that I study the Bible, because mm-hmm. then you get those nuances, you get those meanings, you get it so much deeper and so much richer than if you just read the English words and and you take it to mean what you think it means. Right. Well, you know, the great example was in Acts chapter 19, where the seven sons of Siva, <clears throat> they were trying to save people by the the Jesus that, God, that uh, Paul preaches and the things that the spirit inside of them and this one guy. The, you know, basically a lot of spirits within him, demons said, Jesus, I know that's by experience. Paul, I know by experience, by observation. Mm-hmm. Same, once again, same English word, totally different right. Greek word. Right. So that tells us that they have experienced Jesus being thrown out of heaven, maybe being cast out of people before, however, and then they watch us. Now, they're, mm-hmm. I'm not here saying there's, you know, a little demon around every tree, but they do know where your weaknesses are. Right. So that's why right. that's why I love it too. Right. I love to, to be able to throw. It gives you at times a deeper understanding. So, so it, we appreciate those in our lives. Yes, that love those word mm-hmm. studies and those verb tenses yes. that <laughs> we don't necessarily know how to find nor have the resources. I mean, you don't know that, Hank, but that's an integral part that Mona fed into my study of the word because I'm an elementary teacher by trade. So I'm much more, when I read the word and I sit with the Holy Spirit, how did the word interact with me? And then how do I interact with the word? But all those years of sitting with Mona, she was the the structure, the dig into the word. She taught me how to do that. She taught me what books to get. She taught me, I mean, she basically mentored me and trained me in that way. And I'd like to think I have a little bit of effect on her as well. Like, how did you interact with the word, Mona? Like, what did you read? And she she's still working on her words while I'm still feeling the word and sitting with it, but it was just a beautiful compliment to um, always have a mentor, an encourager, uh, Paul. Paul. 
in your life Hole. to bring you along to walk beside you yes. as you study yes. the word. And I think that's where our connection really started was mm-hmm. both of us. Well, when Amy went, because when I raised the roof, when you said something about the verb tense, yes. <laughs> and I was sitting in the sanctuary going, raising the roof, going, whoop, whoop. She's yeah. like, oh, yeah. And, and so, every yeah. time I say something about it, she goes, <laughs> yes, really loud. And I'm like, oh, yeah, just right. I just threw her softball right there. <laughs> so uh, so let's dig a little deeper in the time we have left. Okay, this is like legit flown by. <laughs> of course. We're going 35. You reckon folk will go crazy? Oh, well. Okay, thanks, producer Dan. <laughs> We're going 35 tonight, Woo-hoo. y'all. We're on one one little line, though. We're in, we might be in trouble. We good? You think we're good? Okay. We're so good. the word logos for word. Mm. So we just read that he's the word, and we know that the, the, the Strong's definition is something that is said, something that is thought. That was in there, too. Um, but it's the word logos, and you get this divine ex- expression mm-hmm. of what God thought and wanted to portray man to be. Mm. You know, Jesus was was a sort of a picture in a sense of what we were to be before we fail. Right. Living in perfection, always following God the Father, and yet we failed miserably. Right. Thoughts. Um <laughs> <laughs> See, I never know when he's gonna throw it to me. That's the problem right there. <laughs> she always handles it well. She no, always handles it well. I know. Don't. And so we need to make note of the fact that that is, I mean, it, the word is capitalized there. We were talking about this earlier too, yes. but the word is capitalized. It's a name for Jesus. It mm. is who Jesus is. It is, it's essentially saying this is Jesus, um, that word that, um, that God wanted us to have. He wanted to tell us. I was just I was just gonna get super excited because I was just like, aren't we so excited that he sent the word to us? Yes. Right. Like I mean, it's just it's not enough because then I started thinking about the the red letter Bibles, which yes. have where it's just like um, my husband spent a time where he he just it was during COVID where he was just reading what Jesus said. Right. So it's like God loved us so much that he sent his son, but he sent the word yes. mm-hmm. so that he could walk amongst and be and we could hear his voice and we could hear what mm-hmm. he said and. We we don't spend enough time no. oh, reading no. what Jesus said because I don't think then we would have any question as to how we were to live. Right. And then the light would pour forth even brighter. Mm-hmm. But aren't, I just got all excited with you, Mona. I was like, aren't we just so excited that God sent the word? <laughs> I am. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, man. Don't pound the desk. Yes. Almost did. So... But just, I mean, listen to the phraseology. In the beginning was the Word. Always there. The Word was with God. The Word was God. Same, you know, always there. So it's it's say Amy, I'm however you want to say that right there. He's just always been there. And so then I I think of Hebrews. We've talked about Hebrews earlier. Love Hebrews. Love Hebrews. Author of Hebrews. Got no clue who wrote it, but man, we 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 got it. Hebrews, if I can find it in my Bible. Hey, by the way, for those worried thinking out there, I did finally fix my Bible. Woohoo. Um, so man, gorilla glue. Listen to what this Hebrews chapter one. Um, long ago at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. 
Here's the key. But in these last days, he has, here's why he's called the word, y'all. This is why one of his descriptive names is the word. He has spoken to us by his son. Son. Run. And he doesn't need to say anything more. That's why, that's why he didn't need to go find some plates and some eels. Right. He had already spoken enough. That's why I don't need any extra books. Right. Exactly. And that's why, um, and, you know, be cautious of people who say that they have a revelation from God because we have everything that we need. And his last was through his son. And as you read through Moses, then you see how his son was greater than all of those others, greater than the angels, greater than Moses, greater than the other prophets, greater than the other priests. Um, and so it, read that. Did you read the rest of that? Verse three mm-hmm. and four. Go, Mona. First, he is the radiance of the glory of God in the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. So if we want to know who God is, who do we need to know? Jesus. Jesus. That was really great. Could we do that just one more time? So if we want to know who God is, who do we need to know? Jesus. That was awesome. So here's a great, so as you're reading that, I heard a sermon and I forgot who it was. Um, Herb Revis or or somebody, I think it was Herb Revis. He talked about that when he says he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Mm-hmm. Here's why I'm never worried about the earth falling off course is because he put it out there and he said, stay. Yeah, yeah. That's true. It's where he said it. Yeah. Now, if you really want what I really think, oh, I don't know that I go into it as much yesterday, the second service, about Genesis 1 as I did the early service. Uh, you held yourself back second service a little bit. Did I? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let me just make this statement. Evolution. <laughs> I'm really trying to word this really nicely because we do have a guest here. It I takes, heard you yesterday. <laughs> it takes more faith. You didn't hear me first service. Yeah. <laughs> it takes more faith to believe in evolution that out there there was nothing. And then, I mean, I'm, I'm legit saying there wasn't even a speck of dust, not even a ding dang dust mite out there. And you're going to try and tell somebody that from that a spark just happened to come about. Are you crazy out there? You see him holding himself back. That's what it looks like, Mona. <laughs> yes. That's that's just I'm sorry. That's just nuts, man. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, I just hit. The, I'm sorry. That's crazy to think that when there's nothing, I mean, cut off your light in your house and just sit there and see if it all of a sudden the lights sparks. come on. <laughs> you nuts. Cut off. That means turn off. Just so in case you didn't know that down here in South. Inference. <laughs> so you're going to believe that and you, you would believe that over believing that there's a God out there that just said light being light showed up. Oh, my Lanta, are you lost your mind? He said it, and it stays. The reason you choose not to believe in God is because you are prideful and you don't want to submit to his will and way for your life. Because you're a scaredy cat. (laughs) You think God's going to send you to the backwoods of somewhere, and so you don't, I I love my life. You're going to love your life right to hell, brother, sister. Mm -hmm. You better start loving some Jesus Yep. so you can go to heaven so you have a real life. I don't know where that came from. (laughs) Hey, Lisa, how are you doing? It's great to be here, Hank. I just love Jesus, man. 
It's evident. I want folk to get saved. Mm. You're listening, and you just heard me go on that rant, and you just call Marion Baptist Church. I'd love to talk to you about it. That's right. Anyway, crazy thing. I said that one time. I was talking about evolution, and I said, hey, by the way, all you young kids in school, go to your science teacher. She's got a problem. You tell her to call me tomorrow. I got to call one of the kids. Tell her science teacher to call me. She said, I really would appreciate if you would not say that from the pulpit. I said, ma'am, when it's your pulpit, you can say whatever you want That's to. Right. It's my pulpit because God put me the there truth. and I'll say what I believe. You mean you'll speak the truth. Exactly. Yep. Not what you believe. No, it's but the what truth. I know the truth. Right. The truth of the matter right. is that it's creationism, not evolution. And you said that yesterday that you will speak the truth. You're not watered on the gospel. You won't water down the truth. You're going to preach it as it is written, as it is unfolded, and as it is given to us in God's word. And I'm going to preach it excitably. Yes. With passion. Yes. And we, conviction. We wouldn't want it any other way. Um, well, if you want it another way, you might as well fire me. Because <laughs> I don't know anyone. I've tried the other way, and it just doesn't work. Okay. No. So we're literally at 32 minutes. Okay. Then. So. All right, here you go. The part you were ready for, Minor. <laughs> oh, no, that's a dead giveaway. I'm coming to you. I need a one-sentence <laughs> ending of what you... Gl- one sentence. Two at the most. Well, Dan gives two. Give. Producer Dan. Dan. Okay. Yeah. Well, I he's the paragraph. producer. <laughs> I usually give a paragraph. <laughs> you do. I do. So what do you got? I think that this Christmas season, every podcast listener should read the book of John. Absolutely. Amen. And I think that they should focus on Jesus specifically and who he is in the book of John in light of this Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then they should ask God each time they do it to reveal himself to them as they are reading the word. Absolutely. Amen. All right, Ms. Mona. Um, I never knew what to say. Um, I, that's why I, you say a paragraph. I know. Um, we didn't talk about verse four, but so I'm just going to say it real quick. It says, in him was life. And and I think that life is something that people are desperate for right now mm-hmm. because our life has been put on hold. Our life has been made difficult. Um, but geez, all we need is Jesus. That's all it. you need is Jesus. He is the way, the, the truth, truth, and the life, wow. and and everything. Amazing how that always works out like that. <laughs> Bible always interprets Bible. Love always, that. always. Isn't that just craziness. And so, like you know, do what Lisa says and and read and look for Jesus, because that's where your life is. Hey Amen. Here's mine. Whether you like it or not, <laughs> Jesus is God. Yeah. Always has been. Always will be. Right. Forever and ever. That's it, period. Man, this went by. We actually went longer. So <laughs> want to thank you guys for tuning in. And by the way, I didn't do it again. I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. And so glad you're here with us. I had my home slice, Miss Mona, with Ooh. us. Oh, my word study girl. And Lisa, my, so glad. Come back. Thanks. I know you're going to be back here. Right? April. April. Yes. So you'll be hearing more about that. I want all you ladies out there from foreign countries and everywhere. You guys just make get <laughs> come a plane, on out. buy a plane ticket, come and, um, spend the weekend come, with us. And then they'll say, the "This is the itty bitty talent these people are doing the podcast." Come and from. you'll just look, and you'll come out to literally nowhere where itty we're bitty, at, and middle. you'll find. And you us. can stay at Pastor Hank's house for I was the weekend. Say Mona's. <laughs> I'm going to be at Mona's. <laughs> They get to know you better. Yeah, it was our. It was our. Thanks for letting me be here. To have you guys. It was great to be us. here. Yeah, we're so thankful. So why don't you close out in prayer there? Oh, 
precious Heavenly Father, we are so grateful to even have the privilege in this open air, in this open space to have the freedom to sit and read your word and to be able to record and to talk about it, to laugh together and to encourage one another. But most of all, Father, we're so grateful that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, that the thought of being separated from us forever was not what you wanted. And so you sent your son to die, to be born as a babe, to die, to rise again, but most importantly, Lord, to live within us through the Holy Spirit. And may that be what we celebrate this Christmas spirit, beyond the lights, beyond the carols, beyond the music, beyond the gifts, beyond even the family and the fellowship, Father. May we sit in the goodness of your gift of Jesus Christ, and may that be enough to fill our hearts. This we pray in his name. And all of God's kids said, Amen. Amen, amen. Hey, guys, see you next week.